0: Hey guys, welcome back to the show. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about routines of the super successful. Speaking of success, if you want some daily quick tips on how to be successful, stuff I've experienced in my own personal career, make sure you follow me on social media at Akil Stokes, R-T-M watch out for scammers and fakers out there. They're very good at disguising their profile to look just like me. Just remember, if anyone ever reaches out to you or shoots you a friend request or something like that, ask for money, it is probably not me. So make sure you, you double check by talking to them first. That's at Akil Stokes RTM, especially on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, where I'm sharing a lot of these quick tip videos multiple times per day. Now, speaking of TikTok, right, as I get more active on TikTok and it starts to learn my algorithm and my interests, it starts to show me videos that I like instead of the the other things that I don't like. And a video that it showed me the other day was titled, I think, like Millionaire Success Habits, right? And that's a a very catchy title to intrigue people. And, And most of the titles you see like that on the Internet are just, you know, just for views. But this one gave some actually... Um, actually gave some pretty good advice. And it was talking about routine. It was talking about getting stuff done. If you know anything about me, I'm about two things in life, right? I'm about routine and I'm about getting stuff done. And in the video, the guy said, what he does is he gives himself three hours of personal development time every day. And he does these three hours first thing in the morning. So if his business day starts at nine o'clock, He's up at six o'clock to start his real day, um, because what he finds is that if he can get his day off to a great start, it kind of sets the tone for everything else, and that's so true in life, right? You know, a lot of our productivity is based off of our mood for today. right? This is one of the reasons why to-do list and breaking up into uh, breaking up those items on your to-do list into very small achievable goals. Is very important, right? If you have a big monster goal on your to-do list and you don't actually complete it, you feel like a failure. You feel like, man, I've wasted all this time. I have, I haven't actually achieved anything, and then you feel bad for the rest of the day, and that carries on for the rest of whatever you have to do. However, if you break that big thing up into little bite-sized segments, right, and you're clicking them off, boom, did that, boom, did that, boom, did that. And if you're like me, you use a little app that makes a little bell when you hit it, ding right? Task complete, something like that. You feel good, right? You kind of get excited. You start building momentum and now you're more excited to, hey, what, what else can I knock off this list? How can I keep going? Give me more, give me more. And then once again, that mood will follow you through the day. So you have two choices. You can set yourself up to feel defeated and depressed and have a very unproductive day, or you can set yourself up to feel very accomplished and have a extremely productive day so it all starts with that mindset it's underrated no one likes to talk about it but ultimately at the end of the day it's what really drives us and the guy on the tiktok said he does three things before he starts his day acquiring new skills working out and meditation and if you can do these three things no matter what happens in the rest of the day bad meeting bad day whatever He feels like he's already accomplished. He's already won the day. He's already got his win. So now he's basically working with free money, right? Imagine like a break-even trade. You've already got your profit. You've got Target 2 setting out there. Everything else is bonus. Stops are break-even. You cannot lose. And these three things are pretty cool, right? Acquiring new skills. So think about that like reading. And I don't know what order he does this in, but just the way I remember it is acquiring new skills. Think about like reading. So if it's trading specific, we've been talking a lot about, Understanding news and learning fundamental analysis, right, from a uh, non traditional perspective. So, not going to school and taking a class on economics, but actually learning about what the market cares on from a hands on experience, which, in my experience, is the best way to learn. One, you can read a book. Again, I always recommend Basic Economics, I think it's a great book to understand the relationships between supply and demand. Um, But also you can read specific news events, right? I spent uh, a good amount of time this past week um, reading up on some things on Reuters, right? Just going through articles that I was interested in, learning about more about inflation, learning about what affects it, learning about how we can avoid or go into a recession, right? Things that I am, I don't want to say unfamiliar with, but things that I'm not super strong on just so I can learn and grow. So when you can put yourself in a situation where, you feel like you learn something at the very beginning of your day, boom, it builds momentum. Same thing like reading a book, right? I've been reading Market Wizards or the the New Market Wizards, not called the New Market Wizards because that's an old Market Wizards book, but Unknown Market Wizards, which is the newest Market Wizards, but not the New Market Wizards because that was the second Market Wizards. Follow me, right? I've been reading Unknown Market Wizards by Jack Schwager. And again, reading about some of the best traders of all time. In this case, some of the unknown best traders of all time. And I'm learning stuff. I feel like I'm learning new tips. So I get fired up. How can I use this, implement this in my own life? How can I implement this in my own trading? I'm I'm excited for the rest of the day. And this is the first thing in the morning. So acquiring new skills is perfect. And it doesn't have to be training related. It could be learning how to create graphics, right? Something I did this past year was I got a lot better with like, uh, I'm not technically using Photoshop, but a lot better with how to create graphics and create art and stuff like that for, I guess it does work with my business as well, especially if you've seen a new profile pic, right? Um, but also for track and field and the coaching because we do a lot of self-promotion for our program and our, our athletes and whatnot. Um, so, and that's been very exciting for me, right? I get up each morning and I want to experiment with something new. The second one he has is meditation. The second one that I remember is meditation, clearing the mind. And this is key. This is something I need to get better with. Um, This is something I did for a very long time. I got really, really good at it during the COVID. Um, And I I get away from it because I I always, it's the the first thing that gets sacrificed. And I'll talk about that a little bit later when we talk about sacrifices for success. But meditation, um, this is you time. Um, This is time for you to Clear your mind. Clear your thoughts. Um, I used to do yoga first thing in the morning. And one of the things I love about yoga is that it kind of kills two birds with one stone. I get my stretching, right? Because I'm an old athlete. So there's a lot of aches and pains in the body that need to be kind of maintained and maintenance. But it also allows me to clear the the, the mind because you got this nice calm music in the background. And particularly doing yoga at the beginning of the day allows me to set up my day. At, at night, what I try to do is I try to create my to-do list at night. So I think about all the things I want to get accomplished. I start putting them in order of, you know, what, what is crucial, what is not crucial, and what do, what do I want to get done and kind of game plan the next day. With that meditation, that, that mind freefulness in the morning, That really allows me to really dial in and and plan what I'm actually going to attack, where it's like, hey, I have to do this. I have to do that. When am I going to do that? I can take a break here. I can work out there. Right. It allows me to kind of get a game plan in my head. And again, once you get that game plan and and maybe everyone's a little bit different, like when I'm working off of a game plan, I am so much more productive. I am not productive at all when I can do anything whenever I want, um, because I tend to procrastinate. I I tend to not get stuff done or I tend to do the stuff that is not really needed, but I want to do it. And then the stuff that has to get done, I say, you know, I got to rush to do that later. So, giving myself a game plan where it's like, I'm going to boom, I'm going to boom, I'm going to boom. If I do that quickly, then I get more time to myself, right? Really helps set up my day. And it kind of brings clarity to the kind of the the, the 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 twisted knot of my daily to-do list, because imagine there's a lot of things in there and that's not even counting things I have to do with the kids and the family, right? Working out was this third one and um working out is cool Uh, i'm not a morning workout person because you know i think my workouts are, are typically a little bit different than most people's workouts so i can't do my workouts First thing in the morning, because the body needs to be awake for a certain amount of hours to be at peak performance level. So working out is something I do later in the day, and that's when I actually kind of pair my meditation. So I've taken meditation out of the morning and I've paired it with my workouts, um, because for me, working out is my form of uh, meditation, medication, I guess is my form of medication, too. But it's what allows me to kind of clear my mind. So and I want to get into the topic now of, of, of sacrifice, because this sounds great, right? this sounds great. It would be great if everyone could take three hours out of their day to do this in the morning um, before their workday. But the honest truth is not everyone can. And I spoke to a trader the other day who was struggling. I, I put out a post again on social media about the power of routine, the power of rituals, um, you know, all that fun stuff that I just mentioned to you guys. And he said, yeah, easier said than done. He's like, Akil, I find myself doing so well when I'm in that routine, but it only sticks for a short time period of time and one of the main reasons he had is he just got kids and I was like oh, I feel you dude as soon as I had kids and those sleep patterns are off because you got a kid or two kids waking you up three times a night your values start shifting and all of a sudden instead of working or you know waking up three hours before you go to work it's like man if I can get an extra one hour of uninterrupted sleep oh there's nothing better than that I can tell you parents you feel me out there right there is nothing better than an extra hour of uninterrupted interrupted sleep oh it's amazing it doesn't happen too often it is amazing so it's really hard to turn that down um and the point that that brings up is that as someone that is creating a routine and a ritual two things you have to be flexible right sometimes you may have to sacrifice for your well-being right If your plan is to sleep, if you need at least six hours of sleep to be sane and you're waking up six o'clock in the morning and you had a rough night's sleep for one reason or another. It may be for that one day worth it saying, hey, I'm going to get an extra hour of sleep because I know that I can't be productive unless I have a certain amount of sleep versus wake up and do meditation. Right. That is okay, Right. That is okay. One of the things that I think gets us into a lot of trouble is that. We're too rigid in how we really control ourselves, right? And and you you need don't don't get me wrong. You need to be rigid. You need to sacrifice if you want to be successful. There's, there's a it's an interesting kind of balance because you know you can be too rigid, yet you could be not rigid enough where you get absolutely nothing done. It's got to be somewhere on that balance where you allow yourself some flexibility to be imperfect. It's very similar to a diet, right? If someone's going on a diet and they're saying, hey, I'm cutting out all sugars, I'm cutting out all carbs, I'm cutting out all this or all that, what's going to happen is that that person is going to be able to stick to that diet maybe for a day, maybe for two days if they're very disciplined, maybe three days if they're insane. But eventually what's going to happen is because they cut everything out right away, because they're putting their body in a, a circumstance that really isn't feasible, they're eventually going to have a crash, right? And what happens when they have that crash is they're going to get a craving. They're going to be like, man, I know I'm not supposed to have any sweets, but I'm going to get a piece of cake tonight. And I've been there, guys. I've, I've been there. And what happens is you get that piece of cake, and all of a sudden, man, it brings back those memories, and that piece of cake turns into three pieces of cake. And then the next day, you do it again because, well, you've already broken your rules, so you might as well just... Break your rules some more and start fresh next week, and it, it, it leads you down this this bad path of being inconsistent, where you're you're following your plan for a couple of days, and then you're messing up, and then you're giving yourself a fresh restart a couple of days later, and then you're messing up, and you're never really consistent in it, right? And obviously, inconsistency is no way to go about things. So a better way to diet is to to find balance in that diet, or to create a diet. I hate the word diet, but you know it, it makes sense to you guys. Um, find balance in your nutrition where you're allowed to, I don't even want to call it cheat, but you're allowed to eat some of the things that you want to eat that may not be good for you. But knowing that you're doing so, you're going to slowly wean yourself off. So, you know, here's a good example of me. Um, I did this with fast food my senior year in college. I wanted to get more fit. I wanted to have my best year ever. And I slowly started weaning myself off of fast food. Instead of eating fast food and I don't know, or pizza, however many nights a week, you know, let's let's say I was doing it like I wasn't doing it this much, but let's say I was doing it three or four nights a week, uh, a week just eating bad. I would say, you know what? I'm gonna do it two nights, and then my body slowly adjusted. And two nights, it became easier to do one night, and then my body slowly adjusted. It became easier to do zero nights. Right? Same thing with like soda or like you know, apple juice is a good example, right? When we had kids, we started watering down our apple juice because you know that's what you're supposed to do for children right so of course the kids don't finish it all or you take a sip to see how it tastes and you get used to watered down apple juice right to this day i can't go back to drinking raw apple juice i can't it's too sweet my body has adjusted out of it but it, and i'm like how did this happen i used to love sugar but it's adjusted over time so i think for someone new that is starting a, a routine or a ritual but you're, you're having trouble sticking to it start with it being very flexible right maybe you don't need to wake up three hours maybe you don't need to do these three things of acquiring new skills working out meditation maybe you start by choosing one i'm gonna i'm gonna give myself an i'm gonna wake up an hour before i'm supposed to and i'm gonna give myself an hour it could be a half an hour whatever number you want to use i'm gonna give myself a half an hour of acquiring new skills or i'm gonna read two articles each morning and then slowly that becomes a habit over time, it becomes like second nature. Well, now that you've adjusted and that's not a big deal, well, let's add another half an hour on. And that could be for meditation. And then over days and weeks and months, right? And it's tough. Meditation becomes a part of your routine. Now you're waking up an hour and a half earlier, right? And now you're doing two things. And then maybe a month after that, you add the next thing, right? So slow and steady, pick your poison. It can be different things each day. It could be acquiring skills on one day. It could be working out on another day. It could be meditation on the third day. You can go back and forth. The point is, you don't need to try to make these changes cold turkey. You don't need to do it all at once right now because when you try to do that, what's gonna happen is is you're going to mess up and you're gonna go back to the beginning and you're gonna be in that thing where you take three steps forward and then go five steps backwards. And then you take three more steps forward and then you do five steps backwards. And if you do the math on that, you're gonna end up more backwards than you are forward. And more importantly, you're gonna waste time. But if you put yourself in a situation where you strategically plan it, find out what you value, know yourself, what is that limit? How can I 15 minutes? Is it 30 minutes? Is it 45 minutes? You know, what is comfortable for you? Maybe it's not not even a minute thing. Maybe it's I'm going to do it once a week. I'm going to do it twice a week. And I'm going to do it three times a week. Maybe something like that. Start with something that is doable. And then as you do it, your body will adapt. Your body will adjust. And now it becomes a habit. And now that next thing is the new thing that you have to work on. And then over time, that becomes a habit. And before you know it, you are slowly transforming your body. When you make that slow, consistent transformation, again, just like a diet, when you do a diet the right way, those habits tend to stick with you forever. When you do a crash diet and you lose a bunch of weight at once, you typically gain it all back. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. If you have any tips or comments, feel free to let me know. Again, these are just my experiences, but we're all different. So I'd love to hear from you guys as well. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can leave your comments below. If you're listening to this on another uh, platform, uh, feel free to hit me up on social media. Again, at Akil Stokes, RTM, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. Shoot me a DM, shoot me a comment, however you want to get in touch with me. I do look and read all of you. All right. Thank you guys for hanging out with me. And until next time, plan your trade, trade your plan. Take care.